Hello, welcome back to On The Nine Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the top five title contenders in the West. We got the Houston Rockets, who are bringing old friends back together. The Denver Nuggets, who are keeping the band back together. The New Look Jazz, the Super Duo Clippers, and the same old Trailblazers. So let's start with the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets traded for Westbrook. In that trade, they traded away Chris Paul, two first-round draft picks, and I'm pretty sure it was two swaps as well. Now, is this team really going to be good? And was it really worth trading for Westbrook? Like, it no means Westbrook's washed up. He's aging quite fast, which does happen with these smaller, more athletic point guards. He has had two knee surgeries already. I mean, is Westbrook aging faster than most players? And can these two, they have two dominant ball guards. Can, is Westbrook willing to take the step back, have this be Harden's team, and let Harden do what Harden does best? And when Harden's having an off game, take the load off his shoulder. Because the weird thing about this, these both these players last year were the top two in usage. Top two in usage. Now, are their uses? Their hopefully their usage rate will go down drastically because James Harden does have a tendency to burn out when it comes to the postseason. And Westbrook had by far one of his worst seasons last year. And being, God means, this team will have a very, I think they will have a very good season. When it comes to the postseason, though, the West is stacked. Like, you, we, as we, as I'm talking about today, we they do that. These are the top five title contenders in the West. I'm not talking about playoff contenders. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if the Kings shock people. Suns most likely won't, but it could be it could, could come and surprise people. They got Dallas who could surprise people. Spurs are probably going to fall off of it this year. They got Minnesota with this new coach. Can they can he help Carl Anthony Towns show his full potential? I mean, they got a lot of young teams rising. We still got the Warriors. Even though they got Clay Thompson's injured and they lost Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets, Curry can still has it in him, and it wouldn't surprise me if Curry has an MVP-like season. But yeah, they will not go far in the playoffs. You can count on that. And now, we're, like, we don't know what Westbrook's health will be like, his chemistry, the team chemistry. What's that going to be like? Is it, Sounds like the team chemistry wasn't the healthiest in OKC. And Westbrook's stats. Because in, in Oklahoma City, Billy Donovan did, in fact, fluff his stats a bit. He did get fake rebounds. When it, now, kid, is he willing to follow Antoni's system and be able to play? as well as he can. I'm willing to take a step back and not be all about stats, not count stats 
when it comes to sack. Now, let's talk about the Denver Nuggets. A very young team. They have very good chemistry. They are definitely going to be a top three seed. I mean, they got Bobo. Bobo probably won't play this NBA season unless, God forbid, injuries happen. They do got Michael Porter Jr., who's coming up, who will be playing this season. It wouldn't shock me if he does have a rookie of the year season. He did not play the last year. He did register last year, of course. Bull Bull will probably play in the Summer League. Not the Summer League, my bad. In the DG League. And like Then we got Jamal Murray, who's going to have to prove himself. He got a five-year, $170 million extension. Like He's going to have to prove himself. And the problem with playing, paying these young players with extensions, like... They got their money. They got a contract. They tend to die off when they get their money. Now, hopefully that doesn't happen to Jamal Murray. But yeah, this Denver Nuggets team, they basically have the same team. They brought, they did the smart thing and brought back Millsap, said, okay, we'll pay you. And they did really good. They got, oh yeah, they got Jeremy Grant, Jeremiah Grant from OKC. He's going to be really good, and they got more depth. Now, again, I think this Denver Nuggets team is going to be a very good season team. Now, when it comes to the postseason, that's another story. This team is still young. They do have very, still very little playoff experience. A lot of their, they made the playoffs for the first time last year for a lot of these young players. I think Millstaff still has the most playoff experience in this team. Now, could they go far? Or could they make the next step? Only time can tell. I mean, Paul Millstaff is starting to get the no B injury prone. He is aging. They have a lot of aging players when it comes to this. I mean, and they got a lot of competition. You got the Utah Jazz. You got the Utah Jazz. You got the Denver Nuggets are going to have to compete against a lot of good teams. The Denver Jazz. You got the Lakers who are on the rise. The Clippers. You got the Kings who got to prove themselves. They were so close to make the playoffs last year. The Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This team has to prove themselves. Now the Utah Jazz, the new look Utah Jazz. They got Mike Conley. They got Mike Conley. They got a lot of players that could help. I mean, they got... And the weird thing about this is like everyone's saying the Jazz are a duo. The Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell duo. And people are forgetting about Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert was the he averaged the most dunks last year. The most dunks ever in the NBA last year. And people are saying he's not an offensive player. He is an offensive player. It wouldn't surprise me if he elevates his game even more. I know he's going He's going to be 27 years old, turning 28. But really, the people don't count Rudy out. Rudy Gobert is a very good offensive player. 
The Jazz are definitely going to be a top three seed this year. They are a title contender. A lot of people are saying the Jazz aren't a title contender. They are wrong. The Jazz are a title contender. The Conley trade will be worth it. By far worth it. And then the Jazz still got a lot of questions. Like, Donovan Mitchell make the next step. They need Donovan Mitchell to make the next step. I mean, I read on Bleacher Report, like, if Donovan Mitchell makes a step that a lot of people are thinking he's making, he could be a borderline MVP candidate. It wouldn't surprise me Donovan Mitchell is a borderline MVP candidate. He probably won't win it. He probably will be in some talks about it. Like, people wouldn't surprise me if he's in talks for MVP. I mean, then they got... They got Brogdich. He's going to be a very good four. He's, they're going to be playing a lot of small ball. Bargage is going to be the four. It's going to help spread the floor. This is the, a very offensive team. This isn't going to be the defensive jazz that we have seen in the last two years. We're trading Derek Favors away for those two second-round picks. The jazz are going to be a very offensive powerhouse team. Then they got a lot. Their bench is very deep team. They have Ed Davis, Jeff Green, Emilio Murray. A lot of players that have to prove themselves. And it looks like people are wanting to come to Utah. With the Ed Davis signing, the Jeff Green signing, and the Boudier signing. And I feel like that's because Mike Conley. Mike Conley wanted to come to Utah. He was happy to come to Utah. And I think people are saying, like, maybe why go to these big, super teams, these big teams? Why not go for the small market teams? These small market teams that have good culture, have very good culture. A lot of people are doubting the Jacks. And now with that, let's move on to the LA Clippers. The LA Clippers trade a lot of their bench away to acquire Paul George. A lot of picks, the most picks we've ever seen in NBA history. They lost a lot of depth. And then they had they signed Kawhi Leonard, of course. I think this team is overrated. Let's be honest, it's a little bit overrated. They're not going to go as far as people are saying. People are saying the championships contenders. That does depend if Paul George comes back 100% healthy. Let's be honest, this team's a little bit overrated. The claw, I think people are having a lot of recency bias with him. We've never really seen him play with a super, another superstar before, like Paul George. It's a lot of recency bias for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they got a good coach in Doc Rivers. Believe me, this team, of course, this team, as I said, with a lot of these teams, they're going to be a good. They're going to be a good season team. Now, are they going to be a good postseason team? That's another story. The postseason is a very different story. They got a lot of. Um, depth 
when it comes to the postseason, a lot of postseason experience. You got a two-time Finals MVP in Kawhi Leonard. You got Paul George, who I don't think Paul George has even been to the conference finals yet. I mean, Paul George has been bounced in the first round two years in a row. I mean, this seems a little bit overrated. By far, they're the best team in LA. I don't think the Lakers are a playoff championship contender team. Like I said last year, the Lakers aren't going to be good as everybody's saying they were. And this season, they're not going to be as good as everybody's saying they were. They were waiting for Kawhi Leonard, and they they lost a lot of opportunity in getting good players. And then they had to overpaid all these mediocre players, like the Danny Greens, and a lot of players they had to overpay. Now let's let's move on to Paul George. Paul George requested for a trade, which is starting to change the NBA. Starting to, these players are loyal to their contracts. It's going to change the NBA dramatically in the years to come when it comes to decide the new CBA. It wouldn't surprise me because, like Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the president of the CBA. When it comes to these players, you can, will it be time where they say that they can leave whenever they want? Will they not honor these contracts? It wouldn't surprise me if we have shortened contracts. I mean, Zion Williams is going to be with the Pelicans for the next seven years. Seven years. For seven years, you have to be with the team. But... Let's talk about the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers are the fifth championship contender team. This Damian Lillard still got it. Damian Lillard carried this team to the conference finals this year. I believe he had to do it in a tougher conference. I think he got a little bit lucky when it came to the side of the bracket he was on last season. When it came to the West, it, one bracket, part of the bracket was heftier than the other. Will it be time to trade CJ? Split out this duo that's been together for a long time. Trade CJ. Trade another few players for another superstar caliber player to play alongside with Damon Lillard. I mean, they, now I guess they tend they do have the best backcourt in the NBA with the injury of Clay Thompson. Believe me, when Clay Thompson is healthy. The Warriors are still the best backcourt. But the Clippers team, they had to get white side because of Nurkic's injury. And how soon is Nurkic going to come back healthy? Even if he is going to come back healthy. And is Kanner going to resign because they said he only had like four minutes or so to sign. And then I heard Damian Lillard said he only had 45 minutes to this side. I don't know what the story is there. But... With that, thank you for listening to On The Nine Cup Podcast. We'll see you next time when we talk about the East, the top five championship contenders in the very soft East. And until then, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.